this is this is this is this is hidden gem. This is hidden gem. This is hidden gem. Welcome back, everybody. Let me let this this rock for just a second. Sounds good, bro. Got my man Kraft. I got a story right here. Oh. I want to cheer. <laughs> story for that fool. <laughs> we from Baltimore, bitch. We from Baltimore, bitch. We from Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> Them Baltimore vibes are here. <laughs> yeah, man. So what's good? So what's up, y'all? Uh, for y'all tuning in, man, we got my man tonight uh, from the Delhi Vendors crew repping out of Baltimore. We covered D.C. for Virginia Territory, so now we're going to go to Atlanta, Baltimore tonight. So, um, uh, Shogun's a big, uh, big part of our community, man. And, um, it's an honor to have you here tonight, my brother. So, um, let's just go ahead and get right into this business, man. Um, let's start with the basics, then we're going to work our way up, man, into this whole thing. So, real um, quick, real quick. Got Hello, you, got man. you. Me, my mentors, Brett Whitted, B Sharp, and then the homies are Joe and Bernard Espinez, which are the older brother to one of my homies, Justin, and then we can get into the rest of the guys later. But seeing yeah. those guys <clears throat> wreck shop at the pollen, the edge in DC, that put me on the path. That was it. So the place is called Edge? Yeah, the club was called Edge and the party was called Pollen. Okay. Um the thing the DJ outside that played hip hop was uh Oso Fresh. They used yep. to have uh, freestyle MC stuff out there. I got blasted in that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was slick. And, uh, you know your boy, uh, Stylus Chris? Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, all day. Man, I get the mic before him, think I'm about to lay something down. This... He fucked me up. <laughs> Let me know. Oh, he got you, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Yeah, man, but that was a good time. But definitely those guys, man. Between seeing Avery... Way back, leaving that imprint, and then seeing uh, Vortex and, and Tiger and them. Tiger was a big one for me, too. Big dude. What's up? Kind of let me know. Shout out to Tiger, and man. That's 3 nice family, man. What's up? Yeah. So, so that's pretty much what influenced you to get into dancing? That's pretty much started the paperwork for it? Yeah, man. Just seeing those guys. And, and you know, we would all dance, goofing around, New Jack Swing stuff party dancing at, 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 you know, the school dances or stuff like that. But I was a basketball player first. Like, that's all I gave out. That's all I cared about. I think really basketball. before I even started dancing, we would go to these clubs and I'd be in the corner miserable. <laughs> like, when are we going to leave? Go play ball or something. <laughs> but then it really, it really turned up for me after that. And, man, how can you deny it? If you love hip-hop, breaking at that time was the most official purest version of hip-hop to me. I mean, it just yeah, had the whole song sure. lock. For sure. 
So based on what you just told us right now, how does that how does that connect to the roots of uh, Deadly Venoms forming the whole clan? Uh, main thing, Deadly Venoms, and it's funny how it really even carries down to the philosophies of uh, the newest members, which would be like JB and Kevin, or um, even to when we connected with guys from Montreal, like we just get busy. Like the club is like events are cool because you're representing and it's a part of it. But if you start in a club that that environment fuels the way you get down, you can't practice power and shit in the club. So you dance. So we dance and dance and like <clears throat> it will start. The club gets hot. Everybody leaves. We stay and we're there till four in the morning and, and, uh, just that energy you get bouncing shit off your crew or even the uh, environment that you're in. Like, I I think if you came up in the club in the 90s, you like your surroundings to be a little fucked up, like dangerous. Like mm -hmm. you could get into a fight or not so much just battling with other dancers and stuff. That gets crazy too. But just, just being out and about was exciting. Walking into clubs, you didn't know people who you was with. You had to be with a tight clique to make sure that, you know, which was basically my job. <laughs> Me and some of the older homies, because the rest of the Deli Vems, they're little as shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. <sighs> but, you know, that, that environment is, is everything about my crew. It just goes through the bloodline. Everybody gets down, and it's different for us. Uh, like, when you see other, other like, b-boys go to clubs, they usually got, like, about an hour. They get down, they just throw it, lay it down. But an hour is just like, man, that's just an appetizer for us. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's social. You got to go. To, it's not always cypher. Sometimes it's, it's sneaking around the club. There's a place in the back. And, you know, uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> What's up, bro? Yeah, Who's man. I miss that. Like, the clubs that used to be banging back then, man, you had the paradox. I mean, just listen to this list. Like, now there's nothing. Like, this not worth going to. I mean, I think the last thing we really had was the stuff laid through. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Four Hours of Funk, but... Yeah, I've been to Four Hours of Funk. Cloak and Dagger, if, if you know you want to... ...go to, and, and even that's like... Uh, it's a little bit different, because because we're old <laughs> when you're young you just i mean paradox orpheus 101 twilight zone sky lounge red maple the vault the bank uh the spot uh, there was bars like um uh good love moby's and every one of these places played banging music you know dc was like the edge five red buzz tracks which i didn't really go to that spot i think there was a place called the spy club too and it was like every night was a gamble. You saw a flyer, you went down, and you know you just hoped to see some cats in there. You didn't know, and it's sick, just, everything was exciting, man. That's so fucking sick, bro. For sure. Um, going into DVCO, who was the original lineup of the family? What was the heart, the core originally, and what year did that start? It's '96, right? Yeah. So the very, very. first group that was old enough to go out was um, I consider him the president 
I consider both of these guys the presidents because one, Avery was the established dancer, B-Boy Shadow. Like, he was the one that was already out there. He was rocking with with Vortex and Ghosts and Scrambles. He had already been been out and established, you know? Okay. <clears throat> so then he's in Baltimore. His homie doesn't really come out as much. We started having mutual friends and hanging out, and he likes to, to party too. So we would just um, link up and go to these spots and, he was like, yo, I want to start a crew. And I was like, yeah, let, let's do it. So it was uh, me, then my mentor, Brett Whitted, B Sharp. Uh, it would be the Espinez brothers, Bernard and Joe. Um, my buddy DJ, my homie Kelly, who that's who I played basketball with. He, he, he would dance with us a little bit, but as it got more involved, he kind of, he couldn't quite get that six step together like he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like me, man. <laughs> he knows what's up. And then um, <clears throat> that was the original lineup. Uh, and my boy DJ, I'm not sure if I mentioned him. That that was the originals. Um, we were we were all older, and then uh, then we went out on a mission, kind of after that to build. I, I consider the the next generation really being the first generation as well, because when we started going to the uh, events like uh, Raw Materials and stuff, these guys were with us then, and that's when we really came out. So, and that would be, you know, it's funny. So uh, Bernard and Joe's younger brother, Justin, started coming mm -hmm. over, and his homie, Tony, which is Cato, and they're good friends with uh, Loco Ben Gonzalez. And um, we start hearing, um, you know, they want to, Justin's starting, he's showing Tony, they start getting involved. And uh, I didn't really know Loco at first. And uh, I kept hearing about this kid, Ben, that was winning these dance competitions at uh, this club called Twilight Zone on Friday nights. <laughs> and we was going to go after this fool. We was like, who the fuck is this kid winning shit? <laughs> But it ended up being like a teen night. And uh, Logo, was he was crazy. He would go win that shit in a teen night and then go hide in the bathroom because would, they would kick all the teenagers out. Then it would become a over uh, oh, shit. joint after that. And then he would come out and be rocking all the night long. But when we found out that Ben was the homie of, uh, you know, Justin and, and, and uh, Tony Cato, then... You know, of course, he got down, and man, that was just a natural fit. And then they became like the real bloodline, man. Those guys. Then we eventually put down a, uh, a dude named uh, Check One, Patrick, and that was like, you know, who who we roll with pretty heavy in the beginning. Dope, man, dope. <clears throat> the next question I have for you, bro, is um, let's go into more like the the Baltimore like style. Was <laughs> Baltimore have its own style? <laughs> what do you say? He said, Loco, the ladies' man. Yo, oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that, yeah. Vortex. <laughs> uh, what was the Baltimore uh, style like, man? Like, Toxic last night was kind of laying the, the roots of what the VA style was like. What was? Tell us a little bit about the Baltimore style. What was that like for you guys, in your words? Um, we didn't, you know, we were young. So when you're young and... You're trying to figure out how to 
to break with the worst teachers ever who just go, yeah, just do it like this. And you're like, what the fuck is, what the fuck is that? So, you know, we had to learn everything from like the ground up. I'm talking about Vortex too. He's a terrible teacher. He's fucking doing 90s all day. Like, I don't understand why I'm not getting it. I'm like, <laughs> but uh, so we're out and about. You see a bunch of different dancers. We're, we're super young. We don't know, you know, just stuff we see on TV. So um, Baltimore Club is heavy. All those steps. We just know them. The new Jack Swing stuff, we just know. So we know that rhythm, tempo, and bounce. So when we started seeing the Top Rock version of it, it was pretty pretty simple steps. And um, I think when you see like Vortex and those guys do it, they when the way they have their house style, they have that real like New York style house, man. It's smooth. It, it's very technical. They have the... Um, they have uh, the foundations of all their dances real solid. And we were just grabbing for anything, you know, mix it all up. But I think if you can dance, then it, it all works, you know. And um, I would say, like, later you see um, when we see, like, the Step Fiends, they came from that same background, heavy in the clubs, mm -hmm. but they break. Uh, and I think, I think that crossover got heavy. Uh, where people were doing house, doing these club steps, but then when the battling came, from what I from what I heard in the past, you know, uh, Buddha Monk, who was in all the clubs, knew everything. Avery was in all the clubs. The power moves started putting you over the top in all the battles. So you would, you know, you would be housing. You would just do. A little ground move here and there. And I always heard that uh, <laughs> Brent and Josh Vortex and his homie used to fuck everybody up because they had uh, they had 90s and windmills and shit. <laughs> so, you know, more people and, you know, started fooling harder with it. But then eventually it just people got real serious and, and, and just started breaking, you know, made the style official. But we always fucked with both. I mean, it's just natural. You, you hear the music. You can only do so much for so long, but you can dance. You can dance all night. Dope, man. <clears throat> what was um, what was practicing like for DVC? Did you guys just practice by yourselves? Did you guys practice for other people? Or? Nah. This is the worst. <laughs> We're the, worst, the worst. we're the worst practicers ever because we all play basketball. Uh, St. Clemens Gym, anybody knows they come to play basketball. They come to play basketball with us. They didn't come to practice. <laughs> they would show up. We would practice for like 25 minutes and then be like, yo, you trying to play 50? Same thing that used to happen when we go down College Park. We would be practicing and I hear somebody bring a basketball and be like, I'm going I'm to go down here. But really our practice like was in the clubs. Because the, they were all night joints. Like, I mean, uh, fucking buzz. I don't think that let out till like, 6 in the morning, uh, 4 or 5 in the morning for Paradox. And uh, Twilight Zone was out real late, too. So, I mean, a, he a heavy practice for real was in my grand's basement. Everybody that is from the first and second.
second generation parts. They knew my grand's basement. She used to be like, what What the hell are y'all doing? I'd be carrying my speakers downstairs. She'd be shaking her head at me and shit. And then everybody roll up and was just down there jamming. Uh, I think a lot of it came from studying tapes and then trying to go downstairs and figure it all out. But yeah, my grand's basement was a heavy, heavy practice spot for the originals. Then the next one was uh, St. Clemens, uh, little rec center. We used to get down in there and I had some good footage up um, from when the homies came up. I mean, definitely Vortex and them guys, Tiger, uh, Remedy, Lazy, Rob, you know, those guys came up and uh, they'll put it down. Yeah, so we fooled around in there too. That was, that, I say my grand's basement is where all the foundation for us really, really got going, for sure. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. Who, um, you mentioned a mentor earlier. Can you go more into that? Who are some of your mentors coming into the scene? Well, the original is Brett with it, B Sharp. He put me down. As soon as I told him, like, I remember we, we had a hip-hop dance in high school, and I'm like, yo, we, I got to fucking, we got to learn a routine or something. So we're down, down there doing a routine, and he, he started, like, breaking, and I just told him, I was like, what are you, what are you doing, man? We ain't doing that shit. <laughs> come to find out later, when I start seeing this, when I saw them guys at Pilot, I come, you know, back to him and was like, yo, let's, let's get me on point. He, first thing he did, he put down together the Wild Styles, the Beach Streets, um, all the footage that he had so I could look at it. Um, he just put me down with all the, like, I was down at day two and he put me down with day one, what I missed. You know, he called me up to speed. He gave me all the music, put me down with all the history. Uh, you know, I used to look at it inside of, a, I would see him look at the inside of uh, tapes. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like looking at the producers. I'm like, damn, I didn't know those producers. What's a producer? And I'm looking at, so like this guy, man, he just, he put me down with everything, um, foundation of breaking for sure. But um, the mentor that took us to the next step up, Avery was a leader by like, this is how you do it. Come follow me. But Vortex was more like vocal with like, you know, the rules and, and who's who and what's what and having us go to New York with him and, uh, just did a lot of, lot of, man, a lot of good stuff for us. And it's appreciated, man, for sure. <clears throat> going into the scene, I guess, we're going to kind of go into the scene now since we've laid the roots. Um, what were some of the big the big jams that you remember going down memory lane? What were some big, you already went to the clubs, what were some big events that marquee that, that were pivotal for you guys in the DBT family? Uh, for me, it's raw materials. Like, that that, and then I don't remember the, the, the joint Toxic was talking about last night when Ivan was there. Um, it was at American University. I don't know exactly what they called that one. Circles? But between those two? No, no. Not circles? No. No, that that's way down in Georgia. That's way down uh, right. Yeah. The, the joint at American University, somebody will uh, pop it up. But that's when we really, that's when we established these lines and was doing it for real. Like, DVC, NEC was, was fam. And um, we were older. Yeah, break, 
Yeah, like Breaking for Bernie. It's where they used to. Uh, What's up, bro? All right. There you go. We're good. So, when we went to those two jams, you know, we, we split up the whole uh, DC, Baltimore, and then um, you had the VA cats, uh, mostly ATD at the time. I remember uh, Crisis and Gnome was lined up on the other side. They, there's some heavy hitters back then with creating them and. Uh, wig out and those guys and then occasionally um i think scrambles was, was repped with them one time and then um maybe scrambles and noob cybot was in the second time ghost he he wouldn't go to those joints he, he didn't uh <laughs> he didn't support and um <laughs> but those were fun man like we really was that that to me that's my favorite they're my favorite battles because they're all the homies that you, you put it down with in the beginning. You watch it come together. And then uh, 10 years later, you cheering for them, man. They're your family. You know, you done shared that blood with them. And now, now you're just chilling. I mean, those those battles, they were the best. So on the battle tip, who, who gave you guys, like, some of the most memorable matches, man? What crews were, like, really, like, putting you guys so on the we edge? We were, so competition-wise – like yeah. we were never at full strength like we always had like injuries or like guys were older or just we could never really match it up all at one time to do great um i don't think we really did uh, well competition wise to the last generation of guys came in which was like some fusion force guys which was johnny av kenny charlie greg those those guys man they, they're more competition than us competition Loco, he used to win he used to win shit all the time he fucked everybody yeah, I remember Loco, man. Yeah, Loco had it down. Yeah, nope. out. um <clears throat> but uh you know the the mo that's the most memorable matchups with those guys. Uh, we we battle with them, you know, outside. But I, I feel like my I have two battles, two competitions. They competitions. They're not real battles, but uh, that are my favorites. Um, I entered with uh, Steps and Entrex. So Entrex, those guys are from York, PA. They're like our real second generation, and. Um, Entrax is the underground king in my eyes. Like, a lot of people haven't seen him do what he can really do. They've seen little bits and pieces. Yep. But till, they, till they've seen this guy, like, you just, he, he's, he's the best. The best I've ever seen. I swear to God, hands down, he's just the nastiest dude. Original style, had, had everything. And um, <clears throat> we did a Who's Hungry in 04, I think. And uh, lost to Stealth, Taz, and Tony Rock in, like, the semis. But that, I felt like we really put it down that night well. And then I think that uh, the last time I battled, other than with my son in, like, an all-styles battle, that was cool. Um, we battled in a Breaker's Delight with, uh, they put me down with the, the new guy squad. And uh, we did well there. But, I mean... So we didn't really was in competition like that. 
You know, I mean, in the beginning, we used to try to bang heads with uh, LOZ a lot just because they fucking battled everybody. Right, <laughs> it right. wasn't they by did. design. It was by, mm -hmm. like, yo, this is what we got to do. And uh, one, one dope battle, I, I don't even know if they'll even remember it, but I remember it vividly because I was shitting my pants. It was uh, at Buzz, Africa Bambada was spinning. It was me, Avery, which is Shadow, and, and uh, my homie DJ. And then here comes LOZ, and it was tight, man. They had the, the USA jerseys on and shit. And they come in, they drop their bags, and they're just looking for somebody to, to go after. And uh, we're the only other ones really dancing at that time, so they just call us out. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is some hip-hop shit. Africa Bambada spinning. We're getting ready to battle. This is, this is so dope. So I just remember trying hard as I could, but being limited at the time. But that was like a like a seared in my brain moment of being like, man, I'm gonna do this. Uh, so that that was like, you know, always trying to be ready to to battle guys like that. That was that was the mo. But I don't think we had any like real real beef rivals. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, I asked Toss this question last night. You kind of mentioned it tonight as well. Raw, raw, raw materials. Why is why is that event so iconic to all you guys? Um, all you OGs. Like, why is that event such a pivotal, uh, particular event that everybody likes to talk about? It was like one of the first ones. So the first, the first one, one is always the best one. You know, it's just new. I mean, I had no idea because we were Baltimore. You, you didn't know. You didn't know what was going down at DC or VA. And we get down there, man, official, the three nines, Goonies. You know, we didn't know the young kids because they couldn't go to clubs yet. So then we see all these little uh, all these little Asian kids in VA doing power. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then you see the boys brothers come in there, and they're like little fucking gangsters. And fucking next thing you know, Zeno is... They're, they're, they're up rocking. I posted that shit just a little while ago because it's hilarious how fucking savage they are. <laughs> they come in in two seconds, it's like, rah! And it just was live because normally when you see some, you do some up rock shit trying to do it and look stupid for no reason. You're just doing stuff. But when they did it, it has some burns. And they were serious. And I was like, oh, okay, let, let's go. And just meeting, just linking that. That's where it links at. You know, that's how we get to know Create. That's how we get to know Wig Out and, you know, those guys. Xeno would, would, would creep in a little bit. I, I guess he wasn't older, but he used to sneak in. I used to see him at the edge. I thought he was older. They're like, he's 17. So <laughs> it was, that shit was dope. <laughs> There's uh, This one's from, uh, this one's from uh, Disco Rob. He told me to tell you. He wants you to tell two stories in particular. Um, he wants you to tell the story of the Rock City trip, and he also wants to tell you about Ivan's backflip off the wall. So those are two stories that he wants you to tell all the people about. All right. Oh, let me get my uh, charger down here. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ben. Bring down my charger. Um, so every trip to New York was... was crazy 
and there's always some shit going on. Uh, Ivan's, I'm pretty sure I was the one sitting on the ground when Ivan jumped off the, the, the beam or the wall or something, did a back, like jumped over me, back, flipped back into the circle, and that's, that's legendary shit. You see, you never seen no shit like that before. You see it, and you're just like, damn. He's like a superhero. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell one story real quick about Rocksteady. Or no, I think it was back to Mecca when returned to Mecca, New York City Breakers. He said we something down. about a dude with an arm or something like that. He said, this motherfucker, Chino, <laughs> is driving my truck like a fucking maniac. Like, he was like, I own this road. And one dude passes, and he's, thanks, buddy. He, he's screaming at me. He's like, he got one arm. It's broke. He's like telling me to shift. And this is my truck. I'm like, motherfucker, you need to slow down. He's like, put it in fourth gear. We straight up. Like on an off ramp, he passed a dude. One lane, he swoes in the outside. We're like this going around and shit. I, normally, I beat his ass. I was so goddamn uh, scared. When we got back to the hotel, I was just like, oh, my fucking God. Thank God we're all here safe. That's just funny. But that ain't the best story. The best story, and this is from my boy Kraft. He knows what's coming. <laughs> we got, yo, Natural Elements put us down for this. Um, uh, it was a joint, um, the, the Bronx Cafe. Um, oh, Terra Squad and all those guys. It's not Jimmy Bronx. Maybe it's Jimmy's Bronx Cafe. I don't know, but it shit was dope. And uh, they had like they had some battles there. Breaks crew, floor lords. Um, there were some pretty heavy hitters there, and they were gonna do a showcase. And Vortex was like, "Yo, we want to do a showcase showcasing that we can do everything." So we were gonna have like a house section. Uh, 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 ben and Tony did the Baltimore Club section. Yeah, Jimmy's Bronx Cafe. And then, um, you know, we were going to do the club section. Me and <laughs> me and Kraft are going to do the breaking section. And, uh, yo, I'm talking about this thing is dope. I, literally, like, while we was there, I saw the Terror Squad come in. You hear um, Fat Joe talk about the spot, and I see them. And I'm like, oh, my God. My heart is is beating and shit. We practiced like for three weeks for this whole thing. It's so, it's so bad what happened. We get ready. Patrick, my boy, check one in Vortex. No problem. They do the house section. They nail it. I forget, um, maybe uh, Chaz, the homie and that they're, they're gonna do something and then here comes me and craft it's our turn <laughs> we go out we don't get three moves into this bitch he fucking goes ha <laughs> i look at him i'm like what the fuck i start to go do like basically like a solo or whatever i'm looking at him he's still just pointing at me and shit i'm like oh here, here i go then it gets so bad that a battle starts out in back of us. The whole, nobody's watching us no more. It was just, you, I don't know if you remember Keith Remedy. He's the only one. Yeah, like, remedy. Yeah, yeah, cheering for us and shit. 
had the whole place turned around. And, uh, it had to be brakes crew or somebody battling, and they were they was fucking going off. We're up there now. Now we're trying to finish. I'm just looking at him like, ah, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it was the best, man. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for for shit. But that shit was that shit was live. That that's that's just that's the best stuff. You know what I mean? That is the best stuff, bro. Fucker, <laughs> I was trying to be the man. You know, shine in New York City, beat it, beat the shit. This <laughs> motherfucker gets the goddamn routine. <laughs> this is the best. Uh, yo, my shit's getting ready to die. Let me plug this in real quick. All right, brother. Everybody did this interview so far, y'all? Everybody having a good time? Oh, man. Don't forget our battle. Good. Uh, Crash said, don't forget our battle. That's what he said. I don't even know which ones he's talking about. Oh. <laughs> My bad, dog. I hope I won. I probably He did. said Shogun called me out of the jam. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that, that's the best. That's the best stuff, man. That's the best stuff. The New York was always dope. And that's another thing that um, that Vortex and them did for us. You know, they was like the adults and shit. So they would like book the hotels. I would pay for everything for my crew because Tony and Ben and them are poor as shit. <laughs> so, and we would just go up there and trip, but he took us to the shelter. And the shelter is the eye-opening uh, moment for us club-wise because you see Tony Bones, you see Step Fiends, uh, Little Dave Cyclone, Wild Child and them guys. And then you start to see, like, the older NYC dancers that really, they can really get it down, man. It's, it was, it was, that was dope. And Vortex put us on to that one, too, man. So how did that whole uh, NEC brotherhood kind of thing align start with NEC? Like, could you guys have a lot of stories together? I mean, what is that all stem from the club scene, pretty much? No doubt. Okay. All the club scene, no man. You know, okay. you, you, you just run down the line and um you're around each other enough after they get finished <laughs> the vortex this fucker <laughs> he used to uh i don't know why i still don't uh, he said i did one air freeze which had to be terrible but after he beat me up for a while made me earn my stripes which you know that that's what it was and then eventually they they bring you in and oh shit so this is the shit right so this is this is one of the first times that they really extended their stuff to us. And me and Loco was talking about this the other day. <clears throat> Brent was like, yo, you should uh, come to the studio and practice with us. So it was going to be him, Tiger, FJ, maybe somebody else. And me and Loco was like, yo, no one of these motherfuckers are so good. They got a studio and shit. I think we're going to walk into this spot and they're going to have like, 
like like scrolls of of knowledge that we're going to unveil on us and stuff and you know it's your first time linking up with somebody that you look up to and i thought we was going to go in the studio and one night come out where nobody could fuck with us i just thought it was going to be the most official shit ever instead it was just us basically watching them motherfuckers get down for like two hours <laughs> but it was so good yeah man so I, I think i think pretty much after that is when we He started actually linking, like, yo, you gonna go to this club, come up to Baltimore, go, let's go down to you know to DC and you know stuff like that. Hopefully this hey, so with, with the with the uh, DBC family, man, so something that I think people that may be new to you guys um you guys weren't just B-boys. That's something that's something that gets overlooked as well, too. You guys had MCs and Poppers as well, right? Can you go into that a little bit too? Yeah, I mean, um, Loco and Check One, they they were heavy in, into pop and, and lock and, and the funk style stuff. Uh, we all we all rapped um, for sure. Uh, that that was the foundation from the beginning, and then um, we got a little bit more serious when Catch and Avion, Phil started making beats, and you know we we put down a couple tracks. But um, it's a shout out to Island Men and Polly and them. When we heard them rap, we were basically like, "Nah, we leave that up to my man's, my boy Polly Rock, the rock steady champion, the the, the true king." Uh, he was he was a beast, man. He he was like, he he was the best when when he won, when he won Rock Steady and and Mike. Ward. in Baltimore that shit was that shit was real history right there for sure shout out Polly for holding that Orioles jersey up for us and shit when you was on stage that that was dope man but yeah I mean you know then you got our our newest member which is the oldest is uh, Buddha Monk man you want to talk about somebody who did everything does everything this guy man graffiti you know, dancer, popping, locking, is as official as they come, for sure. No doubt, no doubt. That's a cat you should interview. I mean, you ever want to dig deep into Baltimore, he goes past me, past the club dancers, Almighty Mickey's, and he gets into, like, Total Chaos and House Odyssey and these guys, so he goes, he goes way back. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Corey and Mitch in D.C. Mm -hmm. They're, like, the dudes who taught Flowmaster, like he he goes back, man. He he puts you on the the history that keep you on the phone for hours, you know. No, no, for sure. So we all don't say young forever, man. So what 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 is your what is your role in the community right now? For people that don't know, what's your involvement to the scene, and what do you where do you go from here in the future with uh, DBC Clan? I'm a teacher. I spread huh? I spread. Uh, the, the knowledge. I, I try, man. I, I hate judging. Just for anybody who judge, anybody who likes judging, like, B-boys like to judge on the side and be like, oh, man, he's fucking whack. <laughs> but when you judging, like, a competition, it sucks. Nobody wants to do it, man. It, it sucks. I'm not a fan of it. Though, um, 
you know, I, I, I hate it. So how come you hate I, it, man? How, how come you hate it? Well, because it's not considered compromised, but my favorite dancers, they don't win most of the time anyway. You know, they're mm -hmm. usually lacking in an area for competitiveness that, that puts you over. And the part that they're good at that I probably respect the most doesn't have all the value. The details and the smallest move are where it's at for me. Like that soul in the dance, the connection with the music. And then when you're, um, then look, just go watch box one. I mean, he does win. but he's he's the best to me and he's like not like this international killer like he's on an international killer team but like you know he's not like um like some of these other guys out there that just do one-on-ones and and have like a bazillion rounds and stuff he's just got the soul and when he comes to jams I mean, he does win a lot, but, uh, man, you see him and some of them other guys like that, they're just so nasty. I like I like a B-boy. It's so funny, man. I I like them to be, like, a little raw, like a little, like not, like, sloppy, because they're not sloppy, but not so fucking perfect, you know? I, I, like, I like that groove in them instead of just, like, rapid fire, move, 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 technician, done. You know, I, I, I like it when you can tell that react into the music and that always doesn't, um, just doesn't always cross over for the judges. I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell you the one time that we judged correctly and uh, Gunjack's on here, it was, it was me, Gunjack and, and Steve Buster. We did um, a joint for toys and the finals were uh, Rival and Jayla Rock and Sonny and Uki on the other side. And technically, move for move, how big that they were going. Um, I remember just being on the side. I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going for Jayla Rock and Rival. They killed that shit. It was dirty. They was breaking hard. They weren't breaking like pretty and safe. They just was going raw dog. And I was like, I don't give a fuck who judges me. I'm going for them. All three of us went the same way. And respect Steve Buster. Respect motherfucking Gun Jack for that because that shit was real. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that shit was real. Damn, why this bitch not charged? Let's see. <clears throat> <clears throat> mm. I don't know what's going on with my my uh, my charge. Exactly, goofy. Tell you, man, it's that AOL disk you got, man. It's, it's messing up your, uh, messed up your phone, bro. You got that Razor phone. <laughs> nah, man, I'm doing this shit on the iPad, trying to be efficient. Oh, you got the iPad? <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> um, so we're gonna go into some questions uh, that some people had. Um, you guys want to welcome, uh, also in the chat. You guys have a question? Ask my man Shogun as well. I'm, I'm gonna keep a lookout right now. Uh, but one question was repeated yesterday that was also put in today. Um. And the question was, it said, this seems to be a disconnect between older and newer generations. And in your personal opinion, what's the way to bridge the gap uh, for for old and new to function together and go forward? I think the disconnect is just exposure. 
So mm -hmm. we got to make the connection. When we were younger, we didn't, I mean, other than if it was somebody you really looked up to, I didn't just walk up and be like, hey. Hey, can you put me down? You know, it came from when an old head grabbed you up and said, hey, man, check this shit out. Let me put you down with some some history. And you were like, oh, you know, it's not it's not your position um, as a younger dancer other than with your mentor. And I think most of so there's there's two different young generations. The one I'm talking about are being trained correctly. This young, young group, uh, these kids coming out of the lab. My son, their kids, these kids, syrup kids, and them out of New York, they're all being trained by 90s B-boys. <clears throat> they dress the part. They break right. They all have fucking power. No no gimmicks. You don't see the kids trying to pull, pull something that's like little kid shit. I mean, they break official. And uh, I think... The more exposure you're there to them to support them, the more they, they they look out for you in return. I mean, I, I always felt like when when Brent and those guys weren't coming out as much, or um, you know the guys uh, Brett and them when they come out, man, it gives you like a feeling of uh, like, look, man, I'm carrying the torch for for you, and. Uh, I think we, we got to, I try to be out more, you know, even if it's just to chill, like what's better, man. You know, the, the music's good. We can come out and show anything in our job to, to go. We just give them a taste, a hit, you know, Here, here's what it was. It ain't never going to be what it was. We just, this is what it is, but they can see it, man. I'm telling you, they know, they, they see it and they're like, damn, them, them old motherfucker can get down. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we, you know, so I think that's important. You know, you don't, we, we all just need to be out a, a little bit more, be comfortable with where we're at in our dance career and just keep, keep, keep coming, you know? I mean, every Wednesday I come out, my son is, he, he's nasty, bro. And uh, he already calls yeah, me I see him get down, man. He's really good, man. He's really good. Yeah, he's <laughs> he killing me, man. Out all the time. I'll be like, come on, you got practice hard. He's like, I'll smoke you. I'm like, yeah, but you're still getting smoked. <laughs> you need to practice more. <laughs> So, um, you know, I, I think that's just what it is, man. We, it's our jobs to be out there and make the connection. And then once it's made, you'll see it, it just be better and better. You know, Tass is doing a good job. He got, he's got good teachers there. His kids are doing it right. They're starting to travel. They're hungry. Like, they get the history. Not every kid knows. It's a conversation about that, like, uh, knowing the history teaching it to them, not forcing it on them. Because, you know, if you look at boxers, not every boxer knows the history of boxing. You know, they might, every yeah. every basketball player might, they might not go back behind Michael Jordan. They might not know John Havlicek or, you know, Rick Barry or fucking, you know, they might not know that. They just know Michael Jordan. Well, some old head would be like, oh, you don't know shit. They're still nice mm -hmm. in basketball. The love for the game is still there. So, like, it's a balance. Like, I, I just... I don't crush my kid with it. I just, you know, little little gems here and there. And, and, and I think the, the, the further they get into it, the more it sticks. And then 
later on. I'm like, why is that guy judging? And then you, you give him the history and he's like, oh, all right, you know, stuff like that. Don't I think man. that's where it's got to go. <clears throat> that's how you bridge it, man. I agree with you on that, man. Great support on that. Um, Jay, y'all, uh, Crowd had a really good question for you. You said, um, Check fool, you better know. <laughs> uh, Jay Jay wants to know. He said, "How how do you feel the lack of the club, um, like back in the day, affects the upcoming generations? Do you feel that makes an impact?" The club is where you learn the real rules. Um. It can be too nice and inviting. Um, back then, it was you weeded out uh, people. That's not saying you don't belong, but it's like you got to prove you belong. Like, come and take these lumps. Come and uh, show you can even be in this club without being a little scaredy cat or, um, like, you got to show that alpha in, in you to, to, to make it over the top and be recognized or... Uh, I don't know. Like some of the places we went, man, they were crazy. You know, Hammer Jacks was, was crazy. Um, you know, and I think when you paid your dues and you made yourself known where you kind of got a pass, uh, I think that's such an important rule of how you carry yourself. Self when you go to New York, you know, you go to New York when you, you could be overwhelmed, like, oh my God, these guys are so good or, they're so comfortable in their backyard, but then you got to be like, man, I'm from Baltimore. I fucking ain't scared of this. Go, then it gives you more like, uh, you want to represent where you're from. Now they, they, I just don't always feel it. That they're, they're really representing something else. They're just kind of doing the dance, but we represent. Represent it for our crew, represent it for our area, DMV. You know, it just depends. If we were all up there together, we're a squad. When we're down here, yeah. we might have to go at it a little bit because now it's a Baltimore, D.C. thing or a Baltimore, V.A. thing. And it's weird that Baltimore, Maryland, I consider it two different things. <laughs> I know, man. I think else. it's ridiculous, too, bro. I think it's ridiculous, bro. <laughs> I'll get you on that, Joe. I agree with you fully on that one. Yeah, man. But that, that, that putting it on for your city, that's a real thing to us, you know. Baltimore didn't really have much outside. We were the like the first ones to really in this generation to go out afterwards, you know, shout to, um, you know, Rapid and AV and them. They kind of, they rep, even though they were a little bit outside, they rep Baltimore. And then, um, um, I, I feel like flag puts it on for Baltimore now too. You know, like does kill man. Flag does kill the far He rocks the hat everywhere he goes. That That's huge. He plays, plays Baltimore club music and, and, and they love it. Um, yeah, man, that, that, that's, that's what's up. They, and if they don't go to them clubs and they don't experience that, man, you missing, man. But it ain't there no more. And <laughs> I, I don't know how you get it back. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get something that's organic. Mm -hmm. You need that young, that young, spirit in them clubs with it you know you need them outlaws <laughs> yeah. and i don't know if they have that anymore who are um uh, yeah the dc armory parties uh, they were 
Who are some names and some uh, some OGs maybe that, that need to get some lights on them a little bit that doesn't get brought up enough this day in our, in our times that probably you feel needs to get shine on? I try to I try to show uh, Tiger, who's one, you know, fucking incredible. FJ, they're both natural elements. I was Diesel, they were incredible. Um, Buddha Monk, I don't know if he gets enough shine for what he does. He's he's real underground about his stuff, man. He's likes he likes to go to parties and dance, but. Man, he's he's one of my favorites. The guy that started my crew, Avery, I don't think he gets enough shine. I try to show him, but you can't you can't see him the way I see him. You know, he was he was a, a star. And uh everything that he did was the freshest shit I ever seen. And when when all those are your first time visuals, nothing nothing tops that. Um there's a group of club dancers called Almighty Mickeys. Nice. Um they're fucking super dope too. That I think they need shine. Um, uh, you know, the, the OGs to me are just just them core group of guys. You know, Brent Vortex mm -hmm. Tiger. Um, you know, they're, everybody knows who Ghosts and Scrambles are. You know, they already know them, man. They they, yeah. they got their yeah. shine. Um, mm -hmm. But it wasn't for everybody. The whole traveling thing. You know, we work, we get jobs. You know, we gotta we gotta uh, stay tight, and then we come out when it's dark. You know, we can we can get that time together. But um, shout out the lab rats, man. They, ATD now, them them guys, they, their crews go back, and you know they they did the thing, man. They traveled, and uh, they they got their shine, and people, you know, Fusion Force, they 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 traveled, they they bang heads with everybody, they they put the they put it down, man. Respect all those guys. My shit is at two percent, and it is not charging. So well, we got about you, we we got about five minutes left. So, was uh, is there any last words you would get out to everybody that's watching tonight? Shout out to everybody watching, by the way, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody. Um, I love this culture. Y'all got to keep it going because my son's coming. I definitely want to put my son in the lab with Toxic. He got a nasty three step, but I think he needs a little bit of that lab rat touch on it. Um. I want to say shout out to all the dudes in my crew. It's that energy that those guys give me. I, I can still go out with them and see them do the same moves we've been doing for 20 years. And it, it never, it's always fresh. You know, I want to say shout out to my homie Kelly that's in here. He's the one who made me the man who I am on the basketball court. That dude is, is the greatest. Um, you know, everybody, it's hard to say names. I, I even wrote down a list of motherfuckers, but that, you know, that, that's what it is. Um, Polly Rock, that's my brother right there. He goes skating with me still. Um, you know, the new guys, um, the, the dudes, like every generation for me kept me going. The, the, the York heads came in, kept me going. Greg and Charlie, you know, Kenny, uh, fucking JB and them guys, they kept me going. Um, now it's my son and my new students, man, little Zoe. Uh, Ghost Rider, Jenna, um, you know, all th those dudes keep me going. Task keeps me in the front lines. I tried, I hate judging, but if it's your job to do, you try to do it right and um, support the scene, man. I appreciate job, what man. you're doing. Too. Um, Thank you, man. You know, dropping the gems. Hopefully, the people, uh, hopefully, they appreciate it, man. Hope you guys do too, man. Sure, man.
Hey, Shogun, thanks for everything tonight, man. You definitely uh, brought some knowledge tonight. You definitely introduced a lot of news for us. If you guys don't follow Shogun on Instagram, please follow his page, man. He's always dropping, like, really good footage, like, straight up rare footage that none of us can get access to. You got to go follow his page, man. He's doing so much shit for us, man. So thank you so much, bro. Hey, look, two two things, right? I like my footage fucked up. I like it raw and dirty. So <laughs> I don't want it to be high def. Just know that. That's the way it's supposed to be seen, raw and dirty. Nice and gritty. And, um, yeah, man, that, that's the real that's the real shit. And then uh, hopefully when this stuff's all over again, support each other. It means more to support the kids, to support the clubs, to support if someone's throwing an event, fucking get there, man. It's the best when we're all there together, reminiscing, chilling, vibing. Somebody might get that Holy Ghost in them and get down. But, um, you know, DVC will be there always to support. And um, I think now more than ever, we know, you know, you guys go support Toxic and Gunjack and Ghost at their club. It's one night, man. You ain't that old. Don't get some sleep, you know. Fuck it. Um, and... That's it, man. I, I think the, the the main the main thing is support support each other. Oh yeah. Hi, my brother. Obama phone. Peace, peace, monk. Look, I'm gonna hit you up with my phone number, and uh, we'll we'll keep talking. All these conversations go hours into each question. This is just some some quick hits. You know what I mean? All right, man. For sure, brother. I'll definitely get your number, man. Peace and love, y'all. Yes. Have a good night, y'all. crew represented for our area dmv you know it just depends if we were all up there together we're a squad when we're down here yeah. we might have to go at it a little bit because now it's a baltimore dc thing or a baltimore va thing and it's weird that baltimore maryland i consider it two different things <laughs> i know man i think else. it's ridiculous too bro i think it's ridiculous bro <laughs> i'll agree with you on that joint i agree with you fully on that one yeah man but that 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 putting it on for your city that's a real thing to us you know Baltimore didn't really have much outside. We were the like the first ones to really in this generation to go out afterwards. You know, shout to um, you know, Rapid and AV and them, they kinda they rep even though they were a little bit outside, they rep Baltimore and then um um I, I feel like Flag puts it on for Baltimore now too, you know. Flag does kill man. Flag does kill the punk he rocks the hat everywhere he goes. That that's huge. He plays plays Baltimore club music, and and, and they love it. Um, yeah, man, that that that's that's what's up. They, and if they don't go to them clubs and they don't experience that, man, you missing, man. But it ain't there no more, and <laughs> I, I don't know how you get it back. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get something that's organic. Mm -hmm. You need that young that young spirit in them clubs with it. You know, you need them outlaws. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if they have that anymore. Who are, um... Uh, yeah, the DC Armory parties, they were dope. Yeah. Who are some names and some uh, some OGs maybe that, that need to get some lights on them a little bit that does not get brought up enough this day in our, in our times? That probably you feel music gets shine on. I try to I try to show uh, Tiger, who's one, you know, fucking incredible. 
FJ, they're both natural elements. I was diesel. They were incredible. Um, Buddha Monk, I don't know if he gets enough shine for what he does. He's he's real underground about his stuff, man. He's likes he likes to go to parties and dance, but man, he's he's one of my favorites. The guy that started my crew, Avery, I don't think he gets enough shine. I try to show him, but you can't you can't see him the way I see him. You know, he was he was a, a star, and uh, everything that he did was the freshest shit I ever seen. And when when all those are your first time visuals, nothing nothing tops that. Um, there's a group of club dancers called Almighty Mickey's. Nice. Um, they, they're fucking super dope too. They, they, uh, I think they need shine. Um, uh, you know, the, the OGs to me are just just them core group of guys. You know, Brent Vortex mm -hmm. Tiger. Um, you know, uh, everybody knows who Ghosts and Scrambles are. You know, they already know them, man. They they yeah. they got their yeah. shine. Um, mm -hmm. but it wasn't for everybody, the whole traveling thing, you know, we work, we get jobs, you know, we gotta, we gotta, uh, stay tight and then we come out when it's dark, you know, we can, we can get that time together, but, um, shout out to Lab Rats, man, they, ATD now, them, them guys, they, their crews go back and, you know, they, they did the thing, man, they traveled and, uh, they, they got their shine and people, you know, Fusion Force, they, they, they traveled, they, they bang heads with everybody. They, they put the, they put it down, man. Respect all those guys. My shit is at 2% and it is not charging. So well, we got about, on you, we, we got about five minutes left. So was, uh, is there any last words you would get out to everybody that's watching tonight? Shout out to everybody watching, by the way, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody. Um, I love this culture. Y'all got to keep it going. Because my son's coming. I definitely want to put my son in the lab with Toxic. He got a nasty three-step, but I think he needs a little bit of that lab rat touch on it. Um, I want to say shout-out to all the dudes in my crew. It's that energy that those guys give me. I, I can still go out with them and see them do the same moves we've been doing for 20 years, and it, it never – it's always fresh, you know. I want to say shout-out to my homie Kelly that's in here. He's the one who made me the man who I am on the basketball court. That dude is is the greatest. Um, you know, everybody. It's hard to say names. I I even wrote down a list of motherfuckers, but that you know that, that's what it is. Um, Polly Rock, that's my brother right there. He goes skating with me still. Um, you know the new guys. Um, the, the dudes, like every generation for me, kept me going. The, the, the York heads came in, kept me going. Greg and Charlie, you know, Kenny, uh, fucking JB and them guys, they kept me going. Um, now it's my son and my new students, man. Little Zoe, uh, Ghost Rider, Jenna, um, you know, all the, those dudes keep me going. Task keeps me in the front lines. I tried, I hate judging, but if it's your job to do, you try to do it right and um, just support the scene, man. I appreciate yeah, what man. you're doing, too. Um, Thank you, man. You know, dropping the gems. Hopefully, the people, uh, they, hopefully, they appreciate it, man. Hope you guys do, they too, man. Sure, man. Hey, Shogun, thanks for everything tonight, man. You definitely uh, brought some knowledge tonight. You definitely introduced a lot of news for us. If you guys don't follow Shogun on Instagram, please follow his page, man. He's always dropping, like, really good footage, like, straight up rare footage that none of us can get access to. You got to go follow his page, man. He's doing so much shit for us, man. So thank you so much, bro. Hey, look, two two things, right? I like my footage fucked up. 
I like it raw and dirty. So <laughs> I don't want it to be high def. Just know that. That's the way it's supposed to be seen, raw and dirty. Nice and gritty. Um, yeah, man, that, that's, the real, that's the real shit. And then uh, hopefully when this stuff's all over again, support each other. It means more to support the kids, to support the clubs, to support if someone's throwing an event, fucking get there, man. It's the best when we're all there together, reminiscing, chilling, vibing. Somebody might get that Holy Ghost in them and get down. But, um, you know, DBC will be there always to support. And um, I think now more than ever, we know, you know, you guys go support Toxic and Gunjack and Ghost at their club. It's one night, man. You ain't that old. Don't get some sleep, you know. Fuck it. Um, and that's it, man. I, I think the, 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 main, the main thing is support. Support each other. Oh, yeah. Hi, <laughs> so, my um, brother. Obama yeah, phone. Man. Peace, peace, monk. Look, I'm gonna hit you up with my phone number, and uh, we'll we'll keep talking. All these conversations go hours into each question. This is just some some quick hits. You know what I mean? All right, man. For sure, brother. I'll definitely get your number, man. Peace and love, y'all. Yes. Have a good night, y'all.